Welcome back, everybody. It's been a while. And the reason it's kind of been a while is because I kind of wanted to spend, I don't know, there's a lot of things. It was Christmas time, you know, it was time to spend with family and to enjoy that time since I haven't had Christmas at home in probably, I think it was two years because I had both of my past two Christmases over my mission. But I also took a break just because I wanted to figure out how I want to continue this podcast because as you know, Dylan has started his preparation and is currently at home uh, doing MTC training to leave actually in a couple of weeks, which is pretty crazy. But since he's doing that, it's kind of just been me and I've been trying to figure out how to record the podcast. What, I, what, what do I want to do? How can I make it? unique and and make it something that I enjoy and there's a few things that I wanted to set goals for especially in the future is is trying to have more people on the podcast and I say that because I I know as a young adult uh, we don't really get the platform we sometimes want or sometimes we feel like we can benefit having to give advice on certain situations or on certain problems that we have or others have. And so I want to have this be a platform for those people. So if that's something you'd be interested in and you would love to share your thoughts, your insight, experiences that you feel would benefit someone and that would benefit the the positivity that I hope we can bring to this world, then let me know. Uh, more than welcome to DM me or message our Instagram. There's multiple ways and they'll probably be in the bio underneath. But for the first podcast, I, I really felt like it was necessary to talk about three different things. And the first thing I want to talk about is 2020 as a whole. What went well, what didn't, and what, what I learned from 2020. Because as we know, it was a crazy year. And it's something that none of us expected to happen. So I want to share a little bit about that. Then I want to share a little bit about New Year's resolutions. And if they truly work, um, it may work for you. I don't know. Uh, But for me, I want to share my insights of why New Year's resolutions don't really work for me. And what I've tried to come in and put in place in my life. And I also want to talk about 2021. Kind of what to expect. What... What do we want to do differently? What can we do differently? And how we have to have trust that things may not change this year, uh, but we have to kind of adjust and make some some goals that we can reach. But to start off with just how 2020 went, uh, at the beginning of 2020, I was on my mission. I was in serving in the mission office, uh, and I was there this was probably about my nine eight month mark being in the office so i was in the office quite a while and that's pretty unknown but it was a great opportunity for me i was really enjoying the opportunity to to meet the new missionaries coming in and to have that experience and to be a part of their their experience when they first come in because it's kind of we're the first people that they saw when they got off that plane and so it was a great opportunity. I got to help with keeping the, the mission running, helping 
other missionaries be successful by having supplies, by having all these different things. And I honestly enjoyed it. And I was about at my 10 month mark when COVID started to hit. And that 10 month mark is being in the office. I was probably out for about 17, 16 months. And so we had found about out about COVID and we didn't really hear too much. Like it was kind of the start of it. But what kind of happened is the mission president had gotten some news that uh, some things might be changing. And then a few days later, Brisbane came out with a kind of a home order trying to get people to stay at home and to only go to places when it's urgent. And there were a few requirements as missionaries as well that we had to follow. We actually had to spend, I want to say like, a week at home, I think, during that time, because I think it was a week home order. But uh, as being in the office, we we still had a lot of things that we had to get done. So we still tried to do a lot of things in the office, and we tried to obviously not be as out as much, but it was st- still pretty hard. We still went to a few places, but we used that time pretty wisely. We did all the stuff we needed to, got the mail out, because uh, we had quite a bit of mail, and we didn't have a zone conference planned, uh, which is when we usually give the mail out. So we kind of had to go distribute it to the entire mission. And that was actually pretty cool, because I got to go to the bottom part of my mission, which is uh, Tweed Heads and Lismore, which is the farthest points down. And I've never been there. And it's about a two-and-a-half-hour drive, I think it was, and on the way up, we stopped by a few places, and it's pretty cool. But it was it was interesting because none of us really expected what was going to happen. So slowly, we kept getting updates from the church, and we got an update that those that uh, had asthma or those kind of medical conditions, diabetes, any of those, had to be sent home early. And those were kind of the first people to go. And so that was about 12 or so that in our mission that had to go that were American. And then we, from then, we like, we knew it was the start of something that was going to happen. We, my companion and the APs had a feeling something was going to happen, but we just didn't know what. And so later, eventually, we got more updates from the mission president from the church about what was going to happen. And the final update that, that we got the mission president actually didn't tell us what was going to happen. He wanted to do it over a mission-wide call. So we set up the call for him, and all of us were gathered together. We were listening. We we had guesses of what was going to happen. We just didn't know. And so he uh, made the call, and we were all pretty shocked with what, what came next. We found out that all Americans would be returning home, and that those that were at 18 months... Uh, would not be reassigned when they got back home. But those that were under 18 months would have an opportunity to be reassigned when they get back and have the same end date. Uh, Or you could wait 12 to 18 months and then be reassigned. And uh, so those are the two options for those that were getting reassigned. And so I was pretty sad because I was just at 18 months when this news occurred. So I was like, man, I'm not going to be finishing my mission, and these next six months, I'm going to be at home. 
and honestly it was it was hard like i i expected to be out there for two years and i expected to be there to spread the gospel and to be a full-time missionary for that long and that unexpectedly came and and it was hard but from that experience i i came home about april uh, day before uh, april general conference and from then on i was like okay i need to i just need to accept what happened and i need to to just start start life and to start moving on uh, i would still have the same opportunities to serve and be in the church i just wouldn't have the badge that was the only difference and so I, I looked for a job, found a job in May. I was pretty thankful that I found a job uh, working for Amazon, delivering packages. And so I, I've been working there ever since. Uh, I got promoted last year in September, or I think it was August, maybe, uh, to be part of management and to help be more of the overseer of drivers and making sure they're successful. I was very blessed that I was able to find a job, especially during all this pandemic and all this uh, stuff that was happening. It was a great opportunity, and I, I certainly enjoy it right now. What I want to share is is what I learned. You know, 2020 was hard. It was not easy for, I don't think, any of us. And what I think it caused us to do is to make more decisions from our heart and what i mean by that is a lot of times our decisions come from influences of others or influences of family or friends or outside voices or uh, media and what i feel like and i hope what changed with most of us is that our choices are coming from our heart it's something we want to do uh, we're making the choice because our heart tells us the right thing to do i I feel like that's what it's caused us to do and it's caused us a lot of us to just reflect to spend time thinking about what our priorities are what's on our on the forefront of our minds and it honestly probably took a lot of us and it took me to realize that things wouldn't be the same from now on uh, we wouldn't have the same opportunities to go out with friends all the time and to do all these activities with others. And so that changed. And that probably affected a lot of people. Especially people that maybe were extroverts. Uh, personally I'm an introvert. And so it didn't affect me too much. But it was still an effect that, that had on me. And I kind of hope that 2020 allowed us to kind of look internally. And figure out where we are in our, our personal lives. Because you know. A lot of times we we get too busy with work or going out with friends and hanging out and doing all these other things that are outside that towards others and don't spend the the necessary time that it takes to to look at ourselves internally and look where we're at. So I hope that 2020 was kind of a way to do that because we had a lot more time to spend with ourselves. And that isn't something a lot of us truly have. We're not, a lot of us aren't stuck uh, listening to our thoughts and, and hearing ourselves. We're kind of always around other people and never have that opportunity to hear ourselves and, and to figure out where we're at. And for me personally, it, it really helped me to look internally because I was 
I was just kind of at the point where I I kind of felt like I lost my connection with God for a little bit there. And I didn't feel like I had that same relationship that I did when I was on my mission. And, you know, that's that's a big thing, too, is that that does happen after coming home from a mission. And it's kind of where you kind of have to re-evaluate and, and create habits that work for your life now. And that's what I did. I had to find habits that worked for for my lifestyle now, whereas as a missionary, you can do things 24-7 because you have the time to do it, um, to study, to pray all the time, and to to always have the Spirit with you. And so you kind of have to readjust, and that's what I I feel like I had to do, and that's why I kind of lost that connection with God is I I failed at that. I didn't keep up my, my habits and didn't adjust them to the way I'm living now. And towards the end of the year, I, I started to realize that I needed to start doing that more, and I found a way to, to do that. And, you know, when we, when we think about a new year, for me personally, the first one that always comes to mind is hope. You know, now hope is such a beautiful thing, and I think that's, that's what makes the, the new year so powerful, is it, it causes us to, to think and to reflect. And I love that we can just see the, the possibilities and the outcomes that we can have in a new year. And I love that we can just sit down and rewrite the script and change the ending of what's going to happen. And that's what what makes it such a powerful thing because it causes us to reflect, to think about how we are living and how we could be living. You know, we we probably all woke up on January 1st excited because it's a new year. It's a time to, to start to start new and to change and the thing about new is it has such a short lifespan because new really only lasts for a little bit a lot of times we we set these goals and we we aim to to do it and we start and then after a while we we revert back to our old routines our old ways of doing things because we don't have that sustainability so we have to look at sustainability a little bit differently you know people that are successful at at accomplishing their goals don't see the daily tasks as big things or their goals as big things they see them as little as consistent opportunities to change every single day and to accomplish something small every single day so that's the way we, we have to look at it is, yes, we have these, these big goals we need to accomplish or that we want to accomplish, but those aspirations will not come true if we don't enjoy the progress or the process of achieving those. And it's going to take work. It's going to take hard, consistent work that we have to commit to. And you know, I I honestly don't believe in New Year, New Me, all those random sayings that people say, mainly because, you know, a change shouldn't just be something that, that occurs when the calendar flips. It should be something that occurs every single day of every single year. And 
it's not something that that restarts we have to love the process of change and you know the change is to not focus on the outcome but to focus on on the things that that bring us to that outcome or to the ending you know we you think about going to the gym going to the gym your end goal is is not to be the fittest person in the gym your goal is to to be healthy and to have a consistent goal of exercising every single day so that you feel better as a person so that process is more important than than being that fittest person in the gym it it gives you more access to to change so i think what what is better than new year's resolutions and this is my opinion you you may have a different opinion but personally what i feel has worked for me is we're told to to look at our priorities where we spend the most of our time and where we should be spending most of our time i feel like as i've reflected on and this is throughout the entire year of where my priorities are it's really helped me to recenter and refocus my goals of what I actually want to accomplish and what's actually going to happen for me that setting my priorities is is looking at the things that are going to ultimately help me in the, in the long run what's going to make me feel like a better person what's going to make me feel successful and what am I lacking in those those priorities? For instance, your your top priority could be could be God, and personally, I think it should be our pri- first priority should be God, and next should be our family, and then our career, our family. I mean, our our friends, our hobbies, all those aspirations, and so forth. It could it could change throughout the year, but if our top priority is God then all our goals should be centered around that. How can we grow our connection with God? How can we increase our relationship with Him? You know, when we when we focus on the spiritual things, a lot of times what happens is the temporal things then start to fall into place. We see where they fit in those goals. And ultimately everything everything is spiritual. And our temporal goals should be spiritual. They should be things that that point us toward towards God and point us towards change and becoming a better person and so when we have our when we know our priorities it's I feel like it's a lot easier to to set realistic goals that we truly can accomplish our goals shouldn't be things that that we're going to accomplish they shouldn't be end results in a sense that they shouldn't be for instance if your goal is to return with God Obviously, that that should be a goal of ours. But what is it going to take to get there? What do we have to do every single day? What are the little things that will get us there? And so I I truly don't think that saying, oh, it's a new year, new me, is, is going to be successful because new has such a short lifespan. And we have to look at more of the daily little things that will bring us to our goals and setting our priorities and making sure that we're we're setting our goals based on those and that we're we're setting goals that are realistic and that are actually going to help us change and improve so i think with with 2021 21 coming you know i i hope that we don't see it as 
you know, all of our, our struggles and our challenges are, are gone. Uh, we left those in 2020 because we didn't. We still have them. We're still struggling with them right now. So we have to look at it more in a way that that we, we yes, we still have those struggles. But what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do today to change those, to improve those, to make them better and to overcome those struggles? And we have to, so that that's my, my hope and advice is that we, we look at 2021 a little bit differently, that we look at a way to, to realize that a lot of things aren't going to change in this year. You know, we, we, there's so many unknowns of what's going to happen. And to some people that is, that can be fear of not knowing what's going to happen and cause them to not pursue the things they truly want to because they're afraid that that that's not going to happen because everything has changed and we don't know if everything's going to go back this year personally i i don't think so i think that we're going to have to create a new normal of what we thought was normal now we're going to have to to change the way we interact with people change the way we we did a lot of things and I know how that can be a fearful thing of, of not knowing what's going to happen. But I think the, the greatest thing we have to do and the number one thing we have to do is put our trust in God. You know, so many people thought that this, this was God's fault that this all happened and that this occurred. That where, where was God? Where was he in all of this? Where did he fit into this picture and why did he let this happen why did he let such harm and such pain and suffering occur and it's hard to see it it is it's hard to see it through the eye of man and as we come to see it in the eye of God in the eye of love and mercy we see that that suffering is part of the process it's part of our progression to becoming like God. Without it, we wouldn't be able to progress or grow. So with 2021 coming and not knowing what's going to happen, as we put our faith and trust in God, we will then see that God has a greater plan for each of us in this new year. And we have to just follow that plan. And it's going to look different. And that's okay. It's, it's not going to look the way we want, to, want it to look. But it's going to be the way that a perfect, loving God wants it to look. And I know that as I try to put my trust in God and see that, that there is a greater plan to this. You know, the prophet has told us that, that there is going to be things that occur that are going to push us away from God. And cause us to lose our connection with him. And he's emphasized so much with hearing him. And creating a new normal of, of being close to Christ. And to spreading his light. And becoming more like him. And I know that as we do so. As we follow the counsel of the apostles and the prophets. That they, they know what's going to happen. They don't know exactly. But they know that the principles of the gospels are, are true that we have to have faith and trust. 
we have to know that things are going to get better, that it's going to take time. And as we take each day to work on the little things, the things that we can progress on at this moment and to fulfill God's promises and to fulfill his purpose for us, that we will become better people. We'll become devoted disciples of Jesus Christ. But in saying that, my last piece of advice that I just want to give is to look to God. Look to Him in, in all things. Look unto Him in every thought, doubt not, fear not. As it says in Doctrine and Covenants. And as we do so, we will be successful. We will find true happiness in the suffering. We will be able to see the good side of the things that are occurring this year. And I hope that as we all continue to, to change and to become new people, to become new creatures in God, that we will be able to increase our faith and see that perspective easier. But I hope this helped. Um, obviously, this is my first time doing it by myself. So I hope that you can gain something from it. And honestly, like I would honestly love to hear your insights. Because your insights help me as well to know that there are more things that I can learn. And I love receiving knowledge. So if you have thoughts, if you have experiences of what's worked for you, of what hasn't worked, or what you what do you have what you have seen be successful in your life, let me know. Uh, DM me, uh, contact me through Instagram or through the email that we have as well. Uh, you can send submissions of things that you would like to have advice on or things that you're struggling with right now that maybe you just want to hear a small piece of advice. I would love to help and to be that outlet in some way. Um, it's all confidential. There won't be names or anything shared as well. Uh, so feel free, feel free to do that on our, our website, which will be in the, the description below. Uh, but thank you, and always remember, keep smiling and stay positive.